Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. He got it, but a flag flies at the end of the play. Yeah, the flag was not a flag. That was a game-winning overtime field goal by Evan McPherson for Cincinnati. What a surprise last night. Was an entertaining, very well-played game, won by the Bengals 34-31 to in overtime with Jake Browning starring in a way that no one saw coming. Uh, Good morning. Two guests on the show today. John Keim at 1030, former NFL GM Randy Mueller. We've had Randy on the show uh, before at 1235. This from Rich. Rich sent me a note and said, Kevin, did you watch the Bengals last night? Teams without their starting quarterback can still win, Kevin. Florida State should be in, Kevin. You're wrong. Exclamation point. Rich, of course, believing that Florida State, like the Bengals last night, could have won with their backup quarterback in a playoff game. Uh, I'll get back to Rich's note uh, in a minute or two. Uh, The game last night was a stunner because of the Cincinnati backup quarterback, Jake Browning. Practice squad after practice squad for four years. And then the fi- then finally this year, he makes it to an actual roster sitting behind Joe Burrow. Burrow goes down, and he did not look good when he came in against Baltimore. He did not look good in his first start against Pittsburgh. Uh, the Bengals were a 10-point underdog last night before the game kicked off. Denton, I didn't say this on the show yesterday, but I did do it officially on Twitter and on my podcast. That line kept climbing. I had the Bengals in the smell test on Friday, but I pulled them yesterday from the smell test. The line kept going up. There was so much sharp money on on Jacksonville, and it felt very much like the Dallas Thanksgiving Day game against Washington where... You know, the day before the line jumped from like 10 and a half, they went from like 10 and a half to 14, you know, over, you know, like a 12 hour period. And I didn't pull Washington from the smell test and I wished I had. I did pull Cincinnati from the smell test 
last night. I didn't play them. For those of you that didn't hear or see the message and you played them anyway, you're welcome. For those of you that did pull it based on my recommendation, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't play the game either. Um, But, yeah, I mean, nobody was giving Jake Browning in Cincinnati a chance at Jacksonville in Jacksonville's first Monday night game in like 14 years at home. Browning last night, if you didn't stay up and watch this, or if you just decided, and I can't blame you, not to watch it from the jump, 32 of 37 for 354 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. Browning last night became the first NFL quarterback in NFL history to throw for 350 or more and complete 86% of his passes or higher in one of his first two NFL starts. I mean, that came from nowhere. His interview um, with Lisa Salters after the game was great. He really, uh, apparently, you know, and I did a little bit of reading about him after the game last night and this morning, he is one of those backup quarterbacks that people just love. The team believes in him. He's apparently really smart. Everybody likes him. And in the interview, I mean, he was very self-effacing, and he, he essentially said, look, the bottom line is we were able to run the football which was 100% the the reason that any quarterback last night with the uh, lack of experience that he had had a chance. They rushed the ball for 156 yards in that game. You know, if you haven't been following Jacksonville this year, they've been a really good defensive team, especially a really good rush defense team. Cincinnati ran 31 times for 156 yards in the game, Five yards per carry. Uh, the kid Chase Brown, who I loved coming out of um, uh, out of Illinois, uh, looked really good last night. And Joe Mixon looked good. And then all of a sudden, play action and everything started working. The biggest missteps of the night is they had Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase throw passes. They were trying every trick in the book early in the game to take the pressure off Browning and to try to create something. It was almost as if Zach Taylor, the head coach of Cincinnati, didn't believe in Browning either and his ability to lead them. And so early in the game, it was lots of, I mean, bubbles and trick plays. Tyler Boyd threw an interception. They threw two behind-the-line-of-scrimmage throws to wide receivers. Jamar Chase took a big loss on his um, when he threw uh, a pass to back to Browning that was late and off, you know, way off, and Browning took a seven-yard loss, and then Boyd threw an interception to Josh Allen, the Jacksonville Josh Allen, and then all of a sudden it was like Zach T- Taylor said, "Well, we're running the ball. Let's see if this guy can throw it with some play action. Let's see if we can take a couple shots." And a 76-yard touchdown pass to Jamar Chase got him off and running, and this game just went back and forth. I mean, 7 0, 7-7, 14-7, 14-14, 21-14, 21-21, 28-21, 28-28, 31-28, 31-31, 31-31, and then 34-31 in overtime. And the big story, other than Browning last night, and maybe a much more significant story in the AFC if you weren't watching the game, is that Trevor Lawrence got hurt late in regulation. He got stepped on by one of his offensive linemen, and he's got you know, it looked really awful in the moment. Uh, he was, I don't know why they didn't get a cart and bring him back. They were they were holding him up and he was limping through the tunnel. They're saying right now a sprained ankle, 
but there's more testing to come. That could be a massive story in the AFC because with a win last night, Jacksonville would have moved to the number one seed in the AFC playoff picture after Kansas City's loss Sunday night, Sunday night at Lambeau. So uh, Beathard came in. C.J. Beathard's the backup in Jacksonville. He actually came in, led them down the field for the game-tying field goal in regulation, and then had an incredible throw to Calvin Ridley to the two-yard line in overtime on the first possession, but there was a holding penalty. It got called back. It was a ticky-tack kind of a hold, to be honest with you. Um, And uh, Cincinnati took over, and Jake Browning took him down the field, and they kicked a game-winning field goal, and this was a team that literally could not move the football with Browning before last night. And last night, 34 points, 491 total yards, 6.8 yards per play, 8 for 14 on third down. And now you look at Cincinnati and you wonder, well, we counted you out because Joe Burrow Joe, Joe Burrow is gone, but who knows? They're 6-6 six and six in a game out in the wild card race. Uh, really incredible game. Very upset, obviously, that I pulled the Bengals pre-kickoff. I don't do that a lot, but there was just too much late steam on Jacksonville, and it was all sharp steam because the line kept climbing. It went to 10 before kickoff. Um, But back to Rich's note because he injected some college football uh, playoff talk into it. you know, when Rich said, uh, you know, teams can win without their starting, you know, teams without their starting quarterback, Kevin, can still win, Kevin. Florida State should be in, Kevin. You're wrong. Um, my position yesterday um, is essentially I think the committee was justified based on, based on the protocol that they had, the, you know, the criteria that they are um, tasked to use to determine the four teams. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it at all. Um, and with respect to Florida, uh, you know, Florida State's backup quarterback, look, Rich, the NFL and college football are completely different. You know, the talent disparities, uh, the talent disparity, much greater in college than it is in the NFL, which is why in the NFL there's much more of, uh, you know, any given Sunday discussion, whereas in college football, you don't hear the any given Saturday quite as much because it's really hard to pull the big upset. Look, I'm not suggesting that the talent disparity between Florida State and Alabama is, you know, what, you know, is like Alabama and Alabama A&M. I'm just saying, you know, the NFL and college football are just, it's different. And that's why you see you know, many more blowouts. That's why in college football you see point spreads that are 30, 35, 40-point favorites. You know, that's why, you know, Georgia and Florida State in a bowl game, Georgia's a two-touchdown favorite. That's a massive favorite in the NFL. In college, it's, you know, it's every Saturday. Two good teams, but one team's a double-digit favorite. Um, just There's just differences in the way, you know, there's no salary cap. There's no design for parity like there is in the NFL. The NFL is designed for parity. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 